Our address is too so bad. Why you smell so bad? 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 It's Friday. It's Friday night. It's six o'clock. It's time for the happy hour here on MutinyRadio.fm. The happiest of hours of all hours. And we are so happy tonight because we have an amazing guest host. I am training a new open mic that's going to be happening on Saturdays from four to six with James and Austin. But right now, your host of the night, she has a new show here too on Mondays from two to four. It's called Good News. And Good News, she is hosting for you tonight. She looks amazing. You guys, put your hands together right now for Alyssa Westerlund! Jesus Christ, good job, the seven of you. Oh my God. That felt like a real thing that was happening. Okay, I only have a couple of complaints tonight that I would like to air. Okay, so first off, I've been getting a lot of gentlemen who, uh, who say I'm not exotic. I'm not exotic. You guys, I'm going fucking extinct. I'm on the endangered humans list. I am the most exotic. You stupid cunts. Anyway, 1% of the population. 1% definition of exotic. Suck a dick. Just because I'm white doesn't mean I'm not rare. Okay, I am rare. Um, what else did I want to say? Oh, I got 900 reasons I'm not going to get married. You, you know, 900. I'm going to tell you all of them right now. Because they're the 900 names of all the married men who've hit on me. So, uh, why is it that when someone is dead, we call them, uh, you know, <laughs> we, we say that they're late. <laughs> it's like they're not late. They're just not coming. Like my grandma... Um, she actually told me she, she said that uh, she never had an orgasm. And uh, that's why I believe in evolution. <laughs> like, but my grandma's a racist, you guys. My grandma is like everybody else's grandma. She's a racist. Okay? She is. They can't help it. They're old. It's just a part of what they were... I don't know. They were just told that Mexicans were lazy and, and, and black people would rape you. That's what they were told. And uh, so my grandma likes to say, honey, I have Mexican friends, but it is not our job to, to, <laughs> what is it not our job to do? <laughs> Shit. Oh God. I took mushrooms. Sorry. Um, support. It's not our job to support <laughs> those people. So I'm trying to get her to hate the Israelis instead. I'm working on it, you guys. Okay, so tonight is going to be fun. I'm not going to take up too much time. I just want you to know that when you get the late, we got slide whistles. We are upgrading the horn. Okay, are you ready for the slide whistle? Anyway, you guys, I'm better off alone, and most of you are too. Fuck dating. Fuck all these people. I give myself amazing orgasms. Sometimes I even have them on the BART. It's awkward. I don't have to touch myself, though. I'm not one of those people. Yes, I'm looking at you. You're a prime suspect. Everyone I've ever seen masturbating on the BART looks like you. Anyway, I just sit on the edge of the seat in this way. 
and then I just I just start coming. I can't help it. Anyway, you're all going to come when this next man gets up here because he is also extremely exotic, okay? And uh, yeah, I, I, I very, very exotic, very sexy man we are about to bring up here. So please give it up for Sean McKenzie! Oh, that was very nice. That almost makes up for the zero matches I've gotten on Tinder since I started back up again. <laughs> so do you just like kill yourself? Is that what you do if you get no matches on there? Is that the next step? I'm all right. I'm okay. Uh, I am. I haven't figured out how to be charming on the internet yet. I, I can kind of do it in person. Alcohol helps. Alcohol helps a great deal. Uh, that's not what I wanted to talk about. Let's talk about my dad for a second. Let's do it. Uh, I did. Uh, this is separate from what I, the bulk of what I, I just want to say that I, I got my dad super high recently, uh, which is easy to do because he's a 70s pothead, so they're used to 70s weed, and that is not what I bring into the table. Uh, and I got him really high, and he was trying to remember a quote, and he said, I don't remember who it was that said, or what they said. And then he just... <laughs> hung his head, and I've never been so proud in my life. Uh, but I, uh, I, did, uh, I did stand up earlier this month in front of him. I told some jokes in front of him, and uh, for the first time in a few years, I did about 20 minutes, and it went really well. I was excited, and then afterwards, I was so proud of him. He managed to shove down all the criticisms and not say a single thing. His silence was the sweetest I love you that he has ever said. Because I know it was killing him. He was like, oh, you're still telling those jokes? You don't know how stand-up works, Pops. You don't know. Uh, this is great. I don't know, man. Sons go crazy to try to impress their fathers, dude. Jesus wrote a cross to try to make his dad happy, man. We'll go all out for that shit. I always tried to be... I, I wanted to live up, but he was, my dad was an athlete, and those were the hopes he had for me, and I was just a small version of this. I wasn't an athlete, even a little bit. Uh, there was a term in, uh, on my soccer team, you were Sean McKenzie'd if you were started, but then pulled really quickly from the game, and I was only started to like, because I was like the Rudy character to like show everybody else that if you hustle real hard, you too can make the starting lineup for four minutes at a time in a 90-minute soccer match. Uh, and I don't know, my dad, my dad, he found ways to be proud of me. You know what I mean? Like, he'd be like, look at how much this fucking kid reads. You know what I mean? Like, look at how fast he's reading. And I'd like move my eyes extra fast to try to impress his barfly buddies. <laughs> this is great. I don't know. I, uh, I, I love, I, I, as a kid, I didn't like sports because I didn't know that you could like books and football. I thought you had to choose. And uh, a lot of adults still don't know that, by the way. They really don't. Like, the number of times I've asked a bartender to put on a game and then some shitty asshole is like, oh, you want to watch the sports ball? You want to watch the millionaires put a ball through a hoop? It's like, you can do that voice with anything, asshole. Like, oh, you want to go to the museum? You want to see where the millionaires put the globs of paint on the canvas? It's like, everything is stupid. Just pick one thing and try hard. 
Wait, that's all. You what? You're upset at sports? It's the best people in the world at a thing. That's all that matters. Like, if there's a, a, a riff an example, Sean, you can do it. Uh, flipping LPs with an erection. All right? You got an LP slightly hanging off a table. You flip it over with your boner. If there's somebody that's amazing at that, I want to see it happen. And it's probably not going to be the example I keep, but I thought of something to write now for next time. Uh... I don't know, what was I? Uh, let's uh, do a joke I haven't done in four years. Uh, see if that works. Uh, I have to slow down my rhythm to close on it. Though. This is that kind of joke. Uh, 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 it, can feel, it can feel awkward uh, buying uh, cucumber and condoms at the same time. But I'm trying to eat healthy and I'm full of hope. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, give it up for Alyssa. Okay, well, we have shitty fathers in common. I wanted to impress my dad so much. I just, I just, uh, I act, I started acting like a man. Um, it kind of worked. Uh, I tricked him. He thinks I'm gay, you guys. He says I am gayer than my brother. Uh, and then he said, Alyssa, would you still love me if I were gay? And I said, only if you promise to stop calling me Dyke. Anyway, this next lady might be gay, but it's none of our goddamn business. Okay? So I want you to give it up for, oh God, Elizabeth Mansfield. Woo! Actually, I might be gay. That's, that's true. I'm not sure yet. I think actually... I'm trying to figure that this out because like ever since I was a little kid, sorry, I look like a strung out soccer mom today. Sorry, I didn't go to work. So I'm just like, well, <laughs> like whatever the fuck I can find and put on is going on. Um, like ever since I was a little kid, I've like really cared about boys liking me. Like it's like the only thing I've ever cared about. And now that I'm older, despite current appearances, like boys actually like me sometimes. So now I've like started to care about like if girls like me. And I can't figure out if I'm bi-curious or I just have really low self-esteem. So <laughs> I'm exploring this option. I'm not sure. Um, I went on a Tinder. <laughs> That's a slow burn. I like it. It's like <laughs> five minutes later. Um, I went on a Tinder date yesterday. I wore makeup. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't go on a date like this. But I went on a date. I met the guy, um, I gave myself an hour and a half for the date, which I feel like is an appropriate amount of time for a Tinder date. And I told him that when I got there, I was like, I've got, I've got to leave in like an hour and a half. So like, let's go get drinks. It'll be really fun. And so we had our drinks and I got up to leave at the end. And he was like, that was really great. I'd love to go out with you again, but maybe next time, no time limit. Hmm? And I was like, like, you basically just guaranteed that I will never have sex with you. Like, I can't imagine... <laughs> Giving this guy a blowjob and be like, that was really nice, but next time, not so much eye contact, okay? <laughs> Don't critique my shit. Um, what else? Oh, I, um, I was sleeping with a guy who's 11 years younger than me. I know, I was very proud of myself. I'm 35, by the way, in case anyone's like, Jesus Christ. Um, I do use moisturizer. Um, but yeah, so I was sleeping with a guy who's 24, I'm 35, and I had to, like... I forgave this guy like so many things I would never forgive anyone my own age like he left the toilet seat up in my bathroom and like if he was 35 I would be like learn some fucking manners but he's 24 I'm like oh he bet he doesn't know yet (laughs) 
And like I went over to his house and he doesn't have sheets on his bed at all. At all. Just a mattress and a blanket. If he was 35, I'd be like, take care of your home. Be a man. He's 25. I'm like, I bet his mom's going to buy him some for Christmas. <laughs> so cute. He doesn't have them. But then he got like super drunk one night and he couldn't get it up. And like if he was 35, I'd be like, it's okay. It happens to everybody. He's 20. But like you had one job. <laughs> one job here. One thing. Here's the thing about sleeping with younger guys, because I've slept with a few recently. They have sex differently than older guys. Like, I think it's because they're the porn generation. Like, they start watching porn in, like, sixth grade. Like, I wasn't even allowed to watch the real world in sixth grade. You guys remember that? It, like, had just come out. I was, like, dying to watch that in Road Rules. I wasn't even allowed. But they're watching porn now, so they get to kink, like, faster. Like, the way I grew up was, like, if you're married for 10 years and you're bored, then you do something kinky, like maybe stick a finger in the butt, maybe. Cool. That was awesome timing. That was like the best timing ever. But like, younger guys get to kink like right away. So this guy that I was sleeping with would like, not like really choke me, like cut off my wind, but he would like put his hand there like I could kill you and it was really hot. So now I'm sleeping with this like very, very nice 40 year old man and I keep trying to like move his hand up there and he'll be like, you're so beautiful. I'm like, let's try this a little sexier. So I like try it again and he's like, your collarbones are sexy. Like, like, older guys do not understand millennial third date protocol at all. Okay, that's my time. Thank you, guys. Serial killer. Large pants, explosive, gas show in the window, turtle sex, masturbation with Bill and Dick Williams, dog. Hello, kitty I've never been on a date in my wellies. This one is good. Anyway, I think that you should go on, on, a, on dates in your hunter's waterproof boots. I think that that's sexy as fuck. And I just have one question, Elizabeth. Did you suck his dick? You Tind- sucked his dick. You really sucked the his Tinder dick. The Tinder date guy? Yeah, I missed No, he would critique it. No way. Because you know, like... Not on the first like date. all the rest of us ladies know, we don't have to suck... Or, and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Sorry, Zane. But, uh, you don't have to suck dick, okay? Anyway, this next lady is fucking hot. She's got purple hair. I, I would. I would. I definitely... <laughs> Anyway, this isn't about me. I need all of you to give it up for Annette Mullaney. Thank you, thank you. I'm very flattered. Um, I just, I have a distaste for the female body that borders on misogyny. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> Um, I don't know how many times, though, I've had dudes try to convince me that, like, every woman's a little les, right? And they'll be like, but a woman's so soft. And I'm like, yeah, because that's what I really want. I'm out here looking for a nice, soft dick, right? That's what I want when I'm out there. I'm trolling for goddamn dick. I don't want soft, Jesus Christ. Like, I'm at the gym every day trying to get less soft. My kind of dude has traps so big he's got no neck. No offense, ladies. You can get there, too. Then maybe I'll fuck you. Um... <laughs> but then you should aim higher than me. Uh, just a PSA on the previous comic set. Ask before you choke. Uh, <laughs> I know it's, it's very popular, but it still seems the kind of thing that you should really make sure your partner's into before you just go for it. Uh, and a lot of the youth, they do just go for it. 
Uh, and personally, like, my level of tolerance for danger during sex is like leaving my music on random. Uh, <laughs> I don't like to get any more, uh, any more kinky than that. Um, yeah, I had, a, uh, I had a date the other night, invited him to an open mic. Um, that's always fun. Uh, part of my strategy, oh yeah, Zane was there, it was Zane's open mic. <laughs> part of my strategy is to make him think I fuck like an animal. Later they find out it's a starfish. Uh, I told that joke <laughs> at that open mic. And afterwards when I sat with him, he said, uh, you know that joke about the starfish? It made me visualize like taking you home and cutting off your arms and limbs. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the end of that date. Because so. <laughs> like, what's, guys, like you got one main goal on a first date, right? And this is Tinder. I don't know who the fuck this dude is, right? This is our only interaction. He has no, he could have no ties to anything. He could be a drifter with internet access. You have one fucking thing you're trying to do over anything else on a date if you're a dude with a lady. Try to convince her you're not gonna murder her. Um, I think it's just common courtesy, even if you are gonna murder me, to not like drop little hints, right? Cause then later I get blamed for my own murder cause I didn't critically read close enough. It's not the fucking SAT. <laughs> like, oh, you should have gotten that hint. If somebody was watching this, they would have called that some very heavy foreshadowing. Uh, I didn't get a degree in English for a reason. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so, you know, I have been told over and over again that apparently pussy, you can get it at a premium, right? Like, apparently there's a market for this. And I just feel like I haven't figured out how to capitalize on this market. Um, like twice now I've shown up on a date and I've had to move furniture before I got dick. Yeah, I know, I know. But the thing is I haven't yet fully absorbed the lesson of sunk costs. Like in theory I know that, but in practice I show up at the dude's house. I got my bag full of slut things for the evening as I do uh, with me today. Uh, that's right, I'm going on a date later. You can tell. Is that, is that a minute or is that just... That's a minute. That's a minute, okay. Uh, yeah, but anyways, there's supposed to be like really good tech dick out there, right? I mean, not that the, the dick is good, but that there's money attached to it. Um, haven't been able to capitalize on that, despite my being able to talk about the JavaScript and whatever the fuck. I just, you know, there's a gold rush in California, but apparently my sieve is broken. Uh, it's, uh, it's my vagina and I'm panning for gold in a sea of dicks, river of dicks. Um, I wanna say slouse, cause that's actually what the prospector's tool was called. Um, but I feel like outside of an audience of prospectors, no one would get the reference. Uh, if you were an audience of prospectors, my God, would I have jokes for you though. Here, Edison invented the light bulb, so I didn't have to fuck in the dark anymore. <laughs> gentlemen didn't send Ubers in my day. They sent a horse, but let me tell you, five hours on a pony, who needs the gentleman? But I think. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. I've been an ad. Give it up for your host. Don't do mushrooms and try to host an open mic. Just a uh, word to the wise. Anyway, oh, God, this next guy. Uh, you know, he's like an explorer, you know, he's got this, I mean, well, I was going to talk some shit because these guys really do need to convince us that they're not fucking murderers. <laughs> anyway, but this next guy, he's an explorer, 
He's not a murderer or a rapist. And, uh, and uh, I really like him. I really just, you know, and, and you're going to like him too because who doesn't like guys who don't, you know, anyway. Okay, anyway, please. Oh, yeah, oh, oh. I can't talk about it. You're going to talk about masturbating and smoking weed and what a loser you are. Whatever. Give it up for John Gallagher! With all these other people. Fuck, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I feel like uh, she doesn't think I'm an explorer and that I'm a rapist. I think that's all that, that open mic introduction was. Not a rapist. All right. All right. Well, I'm uncomfortable. Uh... Hey, um, guys, uh, I, uh, I just did a, I did a show yesterday, and I uh, had uh, one of the... I had a, it was a good set, but I had one of the worst audience interactions I've ever seen uh, at a show. Uh, it was in Livermore, and, uh, I mean, that should be kind of telling for you just right there. Livermore, if you've ever been there, it's a shithole. Uh, but basically, the host decided to bring an audience member on stage, uh, which is always the worst idea. <laughs> Uh, and so this man goes up on stage. He's a, a white man with long braids in a Harley Davidson shirt. And he brings his wife up on stage, throws hazelnuts on the ground, and tells his wife to start stomping on the hazelnuts to see if she can bust a nut. Uh, this is a full minute of this. Uh, and she steps on one and breaks out, and there's the hazelnut breaks, and there's a condom inside of the nuts. And he's like, ha ha, like it's a punchline. And he's like, ah, you couldn't bust a nut. And then that was that was the joke. Uh, and man, when that bombs, God, it's <laughs> fucking satisfying. Like, you know what I mean? Fucking, oh my God, it's great. Like I've, I'm, you know, I'm like I'm from rural Nevada. I've seen some dumb fucking shit. Okay, I saw I saw my cousins get married by a cowboy poet. Okay, <laughs> like that is like beautiful poetry of retard. Okay, like. But cowboy poetry is pretty much the one thing we white people didn't steal from black people. That's all that is. They're like, you can keep that. That sucks. Uh, but it reminds me, like, uh, uh, you don't, I don't. Whenever audience members want to do things in front of stand-up comedy, this is basically like a TED talk of failure. That's all this is. Just so you, like, I saw. Uh, I had another show. It reminded me of this time. I saw an audience member propose to his wife <laughs> in front of a show, right. The biggest nightmare of all time. And then this guy says to his wife on stage after she says yes to marry him he goes like that means I'm still getting anal though right babe <laughs> have you ever seen an audience's assholes all pucker at the same time <laughs> face and mouth just go mm. <laughs> and have you ever seen a man bomb a marriage proposal also satisfying <laughs> very very good I just like talking about those things it's always fucking great when you see hack shit get punished um I was, uh, I want to talk about this. There was a story a few days ago about a, a woman, a family was being held at gunpoint. Uh, and then there was like the headline of the story and there was like a lady's picture in it. And she goes, woman saves family by blowing robber. <laughs> so basically what happened is this lady and her family are getting held at gunpoint. So the mom gives the guy a blowjob and he puts his gun away and goes home. And so... <laughs> Uh, right? Like, I mean, but that's the thing, though. But, like, there was another quote down there from, like, like, they're, the family's safe now. I mean, they've been robbed 500 more times. But, uh, you know, it's like, uh, but, like, there's another quote. 
There's another quote in the article from her husband. And like, I was just, this is how I know I'm like a shitty person. I was just thinking about her husband going like, oh, I'm so glad you're okay, but yeah, you, what? <laughs> He's, you, you got your picture in the paper too? <laughs> like you couldn't just like fight him off or like, you know, it's like usually she passes away, she fought, you know, and it was like an honorable death. But now he's like the guy that she blows the robber. Like that was the first move. Like if you hear about fight or flight sometimes, like you don't ever hear like fight or suck dick, you know? It's like I could run or I'm going to fucking take this load. Huh? I don't know. It's just fucking funny. Like, yeah, just being that husband would be probably one of the weirdest things in the world. It's like, I just don't know how you... It's like, God, I'm, I wish the kids would have died, okay? <laughs> I, wish, that's all, I wish you wouldn't be in the paper right now. Uh, I was thinking about my... I, I got a text from my dad a few days ago, and I was thinking about... Me and my dad have had our fights. Uh, I think I'd be a good dad, though, uh, because, uh, you know, we've had our stuff. But, like, I was thinking about how I teach my kids lessons, right? And so one of the things I do is uh, when, when your kids... If you ever catch, like... A lot of parents, like, if they catch their kids drinking, whatever, what they make them do is they make them, like... If they catch them with beer, they take those beers, and they feed them all the kids, so the kid gets sick and throws up all over himself, right? Teaches them, like, drinking's bad. But now, like, what I do... If I was a parent, what I do is I, if I catch my kid drinking, I'm going to take their beer, I'm going to find the rest, and then I'm going to drink it all in front of them, and I'm going to do that every day for 40 years <laughs> until I die on cirrhosis. Then my last words on my deathbed, all I'm going to do is I'm going to bring them close and just go, this was all your fault. And then I die. That's fucking, you know, because I'm a good parent. Thanks, guys. Someone's got their phone in this box. Is it you? Oh my God, you're the reason male birth control is happening. Thank God John Gallagher isn't having children. Okay, I know. I really actually do like this person. By the way, I'm just, no, I said you're not a rapist. Not N-O-T. N-O-T, N-O-T. Anyway, uh, this next guy is uh, taller than me, like everyone else in this room. And uh, he's got a blue jacket on, and I'm sure that someone thinks he's sexy. Anyway, please give it up for Matthew Banks! I'm in a lot of pain right now. Oh, I don't, I'm not complaining because pain like completes me, you know. Uh, it's not, actually, I literally dropped a fucking piano on my hand today. Yeah. The worst part is like nobody laughed. You know, San Francisco confuses the shit out of me. Only one person I told them and they laughed. I had to call home to get a laugh out of it. They were like, was it the blonde or the brunette? It's a big jerking off joke. Like, which one did you lose anyway? Yeah, so I was like fucking crazy, man. I'm like a concert piano technician or whatever. And the reason I, <laughs> reason I say concert is because it might increase my chances of getting laid. But uh, it doesn't. Uh, you know, men have this like delusion that they have, like if they get enough money or they get like, you know, they're a good comedian or they're a good musician or whatever, that it's going to like increase their chances. It doesn't, you know. Like, people, people come to me all the time after, like, seeing a show or something. They're like, dude, you must get laid all the time. Like, you're a funny guy. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, no, I don't. <laughs> I was like, the pro- I was like, all this, like, being funny and all that stuff, it's just like a tool. I was like, but if you don't know how to swing a fucking hammer, you don't know how. <laughs> you know? 
It's I don't know. But anyway, so I, I'm from Mississippi, and I just got home for the holidays. I went back home to visit or whatever, and like, I didn't realize how much racism like comforts me. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a warm glass of milk. I mean. Like, I go right to sleep, and I, I don't know. I'm not saying that, like, I agree with it. Like, I'm totally against it, but you, like, can't help what comforts you. <laughs> you know, it's it's a bad, bad, like, I don't know. I was I got off the plane, and I wasn't there for 10 minutes, and this black and white couple were there, and this stupid white lady walks by, and she's like, oh, look, a half and half. I, I was like, I was, like, that is so fucking racist, but I felt relaxed. I, I don't know. I felt relaxed about it. Like, I'm not saying that I agree with it by any means. All I'm saying is that, like, if Hitler, like, sang me, like, a lullaby, like, I would be very fucking conflicted. But, like, I would probably go to sleep. Um, I don't know. That's all I'm saying. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah, people in San Francisco are, like, really sensitive. And, like, you really don't, like, want to offend anybody, which I guess it's a good thing. But it's it's weird for me because I'm not used to it at all, you know. A dude came up to me the other day and he told me a yo mama joke. And he's like, my mom is so fat she got stuck in a door. I was like, dude, first off, that's the dumbest joke I've ever heard in my life. I said, second off, there are no, there's no such thing as a my mama joke. <laughs> I was like, there are no my mama joke battles, you know fucking asshole like talk about my mom call her a cunt anyway um so i like guns um i don't know i i don't i'm not for guns i think they're horrible but i like i like they're fun to play with i mean i i i would imagine anybody from san francisco has probably never shot a gun but uh you know and i and i'm against guns but they're a lot of fun like i wouldn't like sell me a gun i'm a fucking psycho but um, I, I just I don't know. I that's gonna be funny someday. Um, and I don't I don't get the whole PC thing here. Like you know I'm all about not offending people. But like this is like the most PC place on earth. But at the same time it's like the most sexually liberal. I'm like how the fuck does that work? It's like take this dick you strong independent woman. It's like I don't know. You're going to make me come, you straight-identified heterosexual male or whatever the fuck they say. Anyway, thanks a lot, guys. Okay, this next guy, um, you know, uh, he's going to be sexier than the last guy because that's how this lineup works. Uh, the sexiest goes last. Anyway, uh, I haven't met him. Uh, Martin? Honey, oh perfect, yes, perfect. No, no, yeah. wait for it, wait for it. Hold on. Okay, he's got a Leatherman jacket on. <laughs> Need all of you guys to recognize, because college is where women to go to get raped. Um, <laughs> give it up for Martin Cunny. Hi guys, I'm gonna give you a quick, quick choice: uh, dick jokes or. Costco jokes. Sounds like overwhelming support for Costco jokes. All right. Well, I'm a big Costco fan myself. Do we have a lot of Costco fans in here? Thank you for the noise. But, you know, the thing I've noticed about Costco is that it's uh, remarkably similar to uh, going to a strip club. Who here has been to a strip club? 
So when you walk into a Costco, when you walk into a script club, what's the first thing you say? Oh my God, everything's here so much bigger than it really should be. And you're like, where's my free samples at? <laughs> right? And the free samples almost always convince you to get the real product because you're like, I'm getting a good deal out of this. Two for one? Great. Good for me. And then when you walk out the door, you realize that you're about $200 past where you expected to spend. Hmm. Yes. That's real life, people. Costco will drain your fucking wallet. Not strip clubs, though. That's, that's all worth it. Um, next joke. What was that again? Oh. So I uh, recently went to uh, the doctor to get uh, a weed card. Does anybody have one of those? No? None of you? Wow. That's surprising. Uh, I got a weed card, and I told the doctor, I said, hey, I got a lot of anxiety. And he said, oh, really? Uh, why? I said, I get nervous when I go to buy drugs. <laughs> and he said, great. I'll, well, I'll give a weed card to anybody for any reason, so it's fine. Uh, but I love it. I love going to dispensaries. Dispensaries are the funnest because... You know, back, you used to have just like whatever strain of weed your dealer would, would sell you, right? You'd just be like, this is good shit. That was the name of your weed, it was good shit. Now it's like you get to look at this whole fucking array on the wall. You're like, oh my God, what is that? Oh, that's can of cookie crisp. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's Skywalker Kush. You're like, oh my God, this is amazing. I wish all of my medicine was named like this. I think Pfizer should be taking some notes, right? Right? Instead of like Adderall, you'd be like, this is some Focusaurus Rex. <laughs> or you get some Lipitor, it'd be like, this is your fatty flush. <laughs> or you get some Prozac, you'd be like, eh. <laughs> I love living in San Francisco, though. It's, a, it's, it's great, though. But it's, you know... It's really tough uh, being here, and even though that, you know, you know, being a white guy, it's it's hard. It's hard not to be racist here. You know, it's really it's really an easy thing. <laughs> I swear that was two minutes. <laughs> it's really easy. It's really easy to be accidentally racist. You know, that white privilege just sneaks right up on you. Like the other day, I hopped on uh, the fourteen down mission, and. Uh, I got on the bus, and I was the only one on the bus besides a group of about five or six black kids in the back of the bus. And I was like, do I sit in the front of the bus and be the white guy sitting in the front of the bus while the black people sit in the back of the bus? No, right? That's, that's not cool, right? But do I just go sit in the back just to like look like that? Just to be like, hey, guys, I'm not being racist, right? No. Obviously, I went with the latter choice because at the time I was drinking a tall boy of Budweiser. And I realized that it was a really smart thing to do because a cop got on the bus and didn't notice because he was looking at all the black people. That's my snake in the grass strategy. Nobody sees it coming. Thank you, people. Yeah.
sure. Hashtag yes, all people wearing Letterman, whatever the fuck that, they're all racist, you guys. They are all racist. People, hey, P.S. people, if you're worried about sounding racist or being racist, it's because you are. Okay, this next guy is racist, but he's also Asian, which is interesting. Please give it up for Ken Suzuki. To be fair, only half, so. (laughs) This half. Uh, So my girlfriend and I are trying to, uh, we've been trying to give, add more depth to our relationship. We feel like we're trying to take it to a deeper level. Uh, So yeah, now we're into fisting. And it it works, it's added depth, about that much. (laughs) Fellas, do not worry. If you masturbate, to a photo of yourself as a child. You are not a pedophile. You're just a narcissist who can't stop reliving their glory days. I'm a pretty freaky guy. Um, I think you know you're a freak when your, uh, your sex life begins to get reminiscent of un- United States foreign policy. You know, when you're at the point when you're nicknaming your orgasms drone strikes, you've renamed your bedroom Guantanamo, and waterboarding is no longer torture, it's foreplay, you just might be a freak. But it wasn't until I got to San Francisco where I met someone that topped even me. It was here that I met someone that wanted me to fuck her with a gun in my mouth. Fellas, you ever been ridden well, someone holds a fully loaded gun in your mouth. It's a little intimidating. Like I'm, I know I'm shooting blanks, but is she? And you can only think one thing when this entire thing is going down. Like I could only, anyway, I was like, which one of us is gonna shoot first? Technology's given us a lot, it has. The camera phone has given us the selfie, which has given us the Instagram model, uh, but it's also given us the dick pic, which I liken to the selfie for men with less than photogenic faces. It's such a thing, no, it's a thing now. Like, they're everywhere, they are. It's gotten to the point where I think you should be given the option to swap that out with your profile pic on like Tinder or Bumble if you're an ugly dude. Highlight your strengths. Highlight your strengths, your good dick, and your engaging personality. But with all these dick pics running around, I'm wondering if this is, will eventually lead to the rise of the dick modeling industry. I think it will. Just a thought. And if it does, get it in now, guys, because it's like the, this market is about to get, if it does, this market's about ready, about ready to get real competitive real quick. Right now, it's like we've almost reached peak dick pic. And it's about to be more saturated than the podcast market, all right? Only the elite of the elite are going to make it to the top. So you better have a real special product if you think you're going to be the next Joe Rogan of dick pics. That's a podcast and dick pic joke. I like to combine my interests. Uh, I have been your proud racist, Ken Suzuki. Thank you. Ken Suzuki, everyone, proving that you can do the same jokes for two years and after that they become funny. Yay!
here. Oh, he finally has material. He's been doing these crazy waterboarding jokes forever, and now I'm actually laughing. They're really, you're, he's making it work, you guys. He's proof that working your jokes actually works. Yay, Ken Suzuki, yay! It's not about what you say. It's about how you say it. Anyway, this next guy is gonna say it all right, okay? After this is over, y- you're gonna wanna eat his pussy. Anyway, give it up for Zane Barrett! Woo! Snapchat, number one, them teachers used to ask me what my past at. Now we back to back. Feel good to be here. Ah, but comedy, yeah, like uh, somebody mentioned earlier that um, people don't sleep with the comic, just being funny. Like, women fuck success. They don't go to an open mic not wanting to fuck the guy and like, oh, it's his joke, that third one was just, oh, I'm gonna suck his dick later. No, and even if you're like good, even if you do well or whatever and she's like with a friend or whatever, you're not gonna get the ass at the end of the night no matter how good your set is. It's gonna go more like, that guy tonight was funny, wasn't he, baby? It's not gonna fucking be you. It's not you. You're gonna be crying and using your own tears to jerk off later, and he's gonna get his dick sucked. And he did nothing. He just looked good. You worked on your jokes for a month, and he beat you out. So, no, this is not a good way to get pussy. It's a good way to just have fun. I love doing it. Um, Has anybody ever... This uh, this is a very emotional topic for me. Has anyone ever blacked out and woke up in the middle of fucking some girl on her period and wondered for a split second, was that hole there when I started? Or did I make that? I don't know. I don't know. It could be. It could be. It could be. And then you just figure out that you're fucking a girl on her period and I mean, you don't go from that's fucked up to like safe again. You have to go in baby steps back to, okay, this is okay. I'm safe. I'm wearing a condom at least. Oh no. Oh no, I'm not. And then it's back to, oh fuck. And then you go home and you just hope and pray that every time you go pee, it it doesn't hurt. So that was, that was, that was last night. Or this morning, I don't know, I don't, I don't look at clocks. I like fucking girls like I'm at a casino. I just turn all the clocks away. I don't want to feel pressured by time. I want to I finish the act. I want, I want to be able to get all my shit out, you know what I'm saying? Like, actually, that's how I want to finish. We shit on each other at the end. Like, I have a whole process. I, it, ends, it, ends pretty, it ends pretty gross. I riffed that whole thing. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah, I riffed that whole thing. All right. All right. Um, who, who has a... De- we'll, go, we'll go back to something a little cleaner. Who has a day job, like, in an office? Yeah. Yeah. No, don't clap. This is terrible. This is terrible. I call it wrestling with a gun every day when I go to work. Just have a gun in my mouth in the morning, like, ah, I could do it. I can do it. But either way, small talk. I fucking hate it. You have a bunch of boring adults who are like, I call adults people who are boring. They could be, a 10-year-old could be an adult if he's boring as fuck. I like to consider myself, you could be a child however age you want. That has nothing to do with it. But either way, you have to make small talk with them. And they'll, you ask somebody like, oh, how was your weekend? Nobody ever tells you it was bad. That is never a response. Like, ah, yeah, Karen from accounting I've talked to once or twice, um... My girlfriend broke up with me and I found out that she gave me AIDS. No, you don't have that conversation with anybody at work like that. I mean, you could, like, your mom could die, you could lose your car, and you could be broken up with your girlfriend, but you will never say that to her, Karen from accounting. You'll spin it as, well, I spent some time at a cemetery earlier and I'm riding my bike a lot more now and I'm really getting out there and meeting new people. So that's how, that's how you do it. Small talk, it's, it's just awful. 
It's awful, but it's part of the job. They should put that on like your responsibilities. Like you have to talk to Karen for accounting for five seconds a fucking day. All right, I'll close with this one. Um, uh, I, I got tired of reading the old Fifty Shades of Grey. It's a terrible book. I wasn't turned on at all. Um, so I wanted to go back. I need something older. That's too modern. It's too new. New things aren't as good as the old stuff. So I, I went, uh, went back to the Bible. Went way back. Uh, I mean, the, like, there was a guy who got fucked by his daughters because God told them to. It's a fucked up sexual book. But... Uh, yeah, a lot. Yeah, that guy had an, a whole other set of problems later. But I, I do wonder, like, Jesus, like, the, uh, people have argued, like, oh, is he a good carpenter or not? I'm like, no, not for me. I wonder, did he make crucifixes? Was that, like, his job as a carpenter? Like, just, like, he's just like, oh, this is my best work. Hey, guys, come check this out. Uh, Jesus, we're going to have to put you up there. I'm sorry, but Jesus, we got to put you up. It's my job. I, 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 can't, I have to do it. I have to do it. And then he has to be fucking hung up on his own fucking work. That would be awful. It'd be like me getting killed with the chemicals I make at work. It just, it would be sad. It'd be sad. All right, thanks, guys. Hung up. Hung up on his own work like the rest of these cunts. Oh, my God. Aren't we all just hung up on our own work? Isn't that how that... Isn't, she gets it. We got one human in the house who gets it. Okay. Yeah, you know what? That's how you die, bitches. That is how you die. You build it and you die on it. Anyway, uh, this next guy, uh, he's got a red jacket. He's going to die in it. Please give it up for Mr. Gene Feld. When I saw this jacket, I'm like, this is the jacket I want to fucking die in. <laughs> anyway, so I figured out one thing in common between Obama and Trump, finally. He came to me today during the inauguration. The, the thing in common is hope, right? You know, with Obama, we were hoping that everything he was promising would come true. And with Trump, we're hoping that everything he's promising is just to get elected. And that then he will not do too much fucked up shit. I don't know. Uh, I do have good news about Trump, though. Um, watched Rush Today the other day, which I highly recommend if you guys want to know what's going on from now on. Uh, anyways, Putin said that he will protect and preserve the Constitution of the United States, so I thought that that was... Uh, that was an encouraging sign. Do you guys think that if DOMA was repealed in 1900, J. Edgar Hoover would still be as bad as he was? I don't know. I think if he could have just come out as a crossdresser, he could be like a really nice guy. You know? Like, I think Kennedy might still have been alive if J. Edgar Hoover could, uh, could go to Folsom Street Fair. <laughs> you guys, like, I don't know, what do you guys think about honor? honor. Like, like, is it good? <laughs> like, is honor good, or is, is it just a way for you to deal with things when you're unable to process your own shame? Father. Honor. honor. Yes. Uh, honor, honor, uh, Japanese warrior. 
That's right. Honor. Honor. You know, like, have you seen The Last Samurai? That's right. Let's see. Anyways, let, let's move on to easier concepts. I think that I think that the amount of time you spend during the, your day talking about the weather or the commute is like directly proportional to how old you are. Because you know, when you're a kid, like you never talk about the commute. Well, you talk about the commute if you get into an accident or something like that, or if, or if you like, or if it's like for the very first time that you've been in a car. Right, but other than that, you wouldn't. Then you get a job, so you gotta do like small talk, like Zane mentioned. So like the, the traffic and the commute like comes into your life a little bit. Then your friends start having kids and shit, and they tell you about their like car seat problems and shit like that. And you're like, fuck, we're we're talking we're talking about this here already. <laughs> Anyways. Let's talk about art. You know, the ancient Greeks used to say that the sculptor doesn't actually carve the sculpture. He just removes the pieces of the rock that don't belong. Which means that at some point there was a sculptor who set out to carve this beautiful naked woman. Went to the marble store, got the premium piece of marble where she was allegedly at. He worked on it for like weeks. Only to end up with a dick. Runs to the marble store, like, all pissed off. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You, you sold me the wrong rock. But, like, dude, just accept that you're gay. It's ancient Greece. A dick sculpture will always be handy. Get it? Handy? Anyways, thank you very much, guys. I'm Gene Fell.
Down there, you squeeze down there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I've never done one. Okay, much better. Um, yeah, no. It's okay. A Kegel is, it's a pelvic floor exercise. You clench like you're interrupting your pee stream, and it's something we should all be doing because dudes, it gives you better boners. Ladies, better orgasms. It keeps you from pissing your pants when you're older. It's just a good thing to do. And um, I am so in favor that I have an alarm on my phone that goes off at 3 p.m. every day. And it just says Kegels in all caps. And no matter what I'm doing, I just drop and do 20. But I don't actually, I just, wherever I am, I just, I'm like. <laughs> for five minutes. Um, and, but usually at three, it, well, the, and the beauty of a Kegel is um, you can do it anywhere, anytime, in whatever meeting you happen to be in on a weekday. Maintaining eye contact with whomever. <laughs> and they may never know. <laughs> and now like 60% of you are just clenching your buttholes right now. <laughs> and that's a beautiful thing. And you're welcome. Um, a fun fact about myself, uh, I've only really been on like three dates in my life. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you should clap for that. Uh, thank you. And the first one, um, yeah, the first one, it was fine. It was on Halloween, which is a weird choice. And then the guy ended up ghosting on me, which actually I'm just now realizing is <laughs> funny. <laughs> I actually never made that connection. Um, anyway, <laughs> thanks, Pam. <laughs> He, thank you. He, uh, that's the noise a ghost makes. He ghosted on me, which is silly. Um, it's a silly thing to do to someone for a couple of reasons. Um, it reveals a lot about yourself. Number one, shows you don't know shit about ghosts. <laughs> because the whole thing's they come back. And second, there are way more imaginative ways to let someone know you're no longer interested. Um, for example, next time they're going down on you and they look up to do the soul connection, uh, you just make sure they see that you're just like deep in a moderate to difficult level Sudoku <laughs> puzzle. <laughs> or Candy Crush. There's a lot of young people here. Um, and they'll message will be received, I guarantee it. Uh, and you're courteous enough to do it in person, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and I think that's between all the mic stuff and the name stuff. I think that's my time, but that's fine. Sometimes bad shit happens to a good new comic, and I did it, and it's me, and I'm the one, and I was so excited, and I ruined it anyway. I hope Marcy Rogo doesn't experience the same fate. I want you to give it all up now because we have a perspective of somebody who has been disenfranchised like everyone with a vagina. Like, yes, all bleeders. Um, so please, 
give it up for a fellow bleeder. I think you're a bleeder. Are you a bleeder? Yeah, okay. Give it up. Give it up for Mercy Rogo! I totally understand why you asked me that, Alyssa, right? Um, because in San Francisco, you have to ask. You can't just assume gender here. Um, it's a fluid thing. Um, but I don't actually bleed that much anymore because I got the IUD. Fuck you, Trump. Yeah! But I'm not going to tell my IUD joke again. I'm going to talk about something else. I went on a second date last night. Thanks, David, my fellow Judai. Judai. <laughs> um, and he offered to give me a ride, which he picked me up, which is rare these days. Um, but what does it say about a man or how he's going to be in bed when he picks you up in a Ford Focus, a cobalt blue Ford Focus? Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it doesn't say the best things. And you know, I was thinking about this. I was like, I don't, I am like not going to get turned on. I was like, well, what, what kind of car like would I be turned on by? And I thought like, well, if he picked me up in a Prius, um, then I would know that he's at least like really driven because he has this side hustle to drive Uber. Um, but you know, if he picked me up in like a Nissan Leaf, I know he's like environmentally friendly and rich. So I'm good with that. Um, if it's a Mazda Miata, you know that they're a closeted homosexual. So, um, yes, but you know, I'm dating because I want a husband, which I, I think everybody knows by now. Um, it's just, look, it's not that I'm desperate. I just don't want to be a single mother, okay? Taking care of a Shih Tzu is hard work and it's expensive. You know, those like little tiny bows, they don't come for free from the groomer. It's like an extra fucking dollar fifty per a bow. You get it. Um, so, anyway, I've been trying to find my husband for about 31 years. Um, and, you know, the problem is I still have physical needs in between all these dates. So I decided to get myself a little side piece. No applause for that? Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm a woman taking care of my needs in Trump's America. Oh, that sounds terrible when you say it. Um, Anyway, today was terrible. Um, anyway, <laughs> ladies, if you need affirmation for how amazing you are, write this down. Fuck a 25-year-old. <laughs> do it. Do it. Everybody here should do it. It's like the perfect mix between having a puppy and a husband. <laughs> it's really great. Like, you know, they'll look at you with these, you know, in, in awe with these puppy dog eyes. I mean, the only thing that gets annoying is when they hump your leg every day. Um, but there are drawbacks. Um, I literally have to tell him when it's time to go down on me. He really actually doesn't know. Um, also, um, to get him to get tested, I had to offer him ice cream. Um, and then he likes to remind me that when uh, I got my driver's license, he was still breastfeeding. Yes, he was breastfeeding at 10 years old. Um, and that's a whole other issue that we're not gonna think, talk about tonight. I think he's a gold digger, actually. Um, but like for like a mom, he gold digs for life's essentials. So he always asks me after sex for NyQuil or Advil, um, sometimes toilet paper, my Hulu password, um, Kleenex, um, and then after school snacks. I had to start stocking Capri Sun. 
Do you know how hard it is to find Capri Sun now? It's really impossible. Um, he's also like always trying to get me pregnant. Um, the other day, I asked him to hand me a Tic Tac, and he told me he threw them out because he thought they were my birth control. Um, and he's always asking me, like, what's our baby's name going to be? What's our baby's name going to be? And it's always the same, you hate that? I know, I hate that question too. It's always the same answer, abortion. That's my time. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Line up, the slaughter. Line up, niggas in order of who you think can really fuck with me most. You have to give this to the next man. Yeah. This is a small con certificate. Thank you. Yeah, so yeah. You, you got it. Pam, thank uh, you. Know, courtesy of Pam Benjamin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, just keep it going for that small cone certificate. And uh, Marcy Rogo. Oh, my God. Who's going to tell me the next name on the list? It's going to be Steve Poggi. He's not there. It's going to be. Oh, my God. Duh. 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 There's only two people wearing pink in this room. Well, okay. Wait a minute. If we count all of our vaginas, there's a lot of people wearing pink in this room. We got a parade happening. Anyway, please. Give it up for the wonderful, amazing, beautiful, funny, fucking, fuck you all, pink shirt, Jenny Hogan! Keep it going for the guys behind the mics back there. You guys excited? First training session, James and Austin. Uh, I'm 25 and open to sex, so you guys wondering. Uh, reference. Referencing Marcy's set, you know, like, refer yeah. All right, so the technique, it's fun uh, to do. I, um, uh, I am on my period right now, and I'm going on a date, and I'm, like, trying to decide at what point I should tell him. I feel like I always either do it, like, too early or way too late. Uh, <laughs> first sex uh, and, uh no I'm actually wondering like at what no like I want someone to tell me like at what point should it be I was thinking like at his apartment like two minutes after we start making out does that sound too early Zane you really but you think he's gonna be like fuck you and then leave yeah I'm yeah no that's valid any any other opinions what's your friend, your, my new friend, what's your name? Skip. All right, I'll skip you. Too early. Too early? Yeah. I could tell him not at all. Yeah, Austin, what do you think? This has been really productive. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Keep it going. I should have asked some of the women, maybe. I don't know. Louisa? Over apps. Over apps? Mm -hmm. Like, t Tinder it to him? Like oh, appetizers. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, David. Um, I, uh... <laughs> Thank you for your opinion. <laughs> You're excused. <laughs> the rest of the set. <laughs> um, I uh, sometimes I <laughs> I fight a lot over uh, text, but I feel like 
it gives me a lot of time to like strengthen an argument that's like pretty weak to begin with. So like I think it's like in anyone's best interest once I start fighting with them to like call me or talk about it in person. But like it starts off as me being like, you're being mean. And then like if they take a while to respond like an hour later, I'm like, well, from like a utilitarian point of view, I think we can. All right. It's not funny. Uh uh, there's a new, really popular new genre of uh, literature called self-help books for single women with cats, otherwise known as self-help books. Um, I get really turned on when I have to pee. Uh, this is normal, though. Why don't you just leave? You're clearly uncomfortable, and you're making me uncomfortable, David. Uh, really turned on when I have to pee, uh, but it's normal. I uh, I think it's a, I think it reminds me. The reason I get turned on is that it reminds me of uh, sex because it's like the sensation of wanting something out of my body. Um, I uh, all right. I I wear mismatched socks a lot. It's kind of my go-to. Actually, today I'm wearing one sock and one. I, don't really, I just don't feel like I'm getting respected up here. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've lost control of the room. She lost control. No, no, no. She didn't. She didn't. Anyway, I had something very poignant to say, and uh, there was a whole bottle of vodka that I drank that um, just kind of stopped all that. You guys. Anyway, I'm lying. There wasn't a whole bottle of vodka. There wasn't anything. I'm not on mushrooms. I lied. I lied about everything. You're not on mushrooms right now. I fucking lied. Maybe. No, I've been microdosing for a very long time, and I didn't tell any of you fucking pedestrians, okay? Anyway, uh, this next guy, he is running the fucking board for us back there. So if it weren't for him, I wouldn't be able to call you rapists or um, tell him about your pussy or... Um, you're right there. Anyway, uh, literally to my right, right there. You're right there. Uh, they take it so personally, these rapists, every time. They think, <laughs> they think it's about them. <laughs> anyway, anyway, this next guy. He th so just give it up for him because he made all this possible. James Mwa Mora? What's up, guys? How are we feeling? Got David Roth in the house, most tagged man on Facebook. Good to see you. Um, how are we feeling? Trump's president, right? So, saw a little picture. Saw a picture of him being sworn in with the uh, Washington Monument in the background. That was cool. One uh, one racist white guy with fake hair next to the monument of another. Yeah. Um, I think we're uh, everyone's protesting. People are pissed off. Um, it's a homeless guy with a um, cart full of stuff and uh, pants full of shit with a uh, fuck Trump sign. Who said Hillary didn't appeal to everyday Americans? Kind of fucked that one up. Um, no, I think we're slightly over-protesting, at least from a traffic perspective. It's going to be tough to get anywhere with all the fucking protests. Like, at this rate, like, there's been, like, 10 protests per minute of Trump presidency, you know? Like, are we just going to just not not go anywhere. Um, I'm hoping um, Waze and Google Maps builds protests into their traffic functionality, you know? Like, no traffic is green. 
uh, normal traffic is red, and then protest traffic is whatever color Birkenstocks are. <laughs> be cool. Um, yeah, I tell, tell a lot of uh, race jokes, which I think is problematic. It makes white people uncomfortable. Most of the people in San Francisco are white. Um, the only piece of advice I ever followed from my dad was to keep white people as comfortable as possible, because it's when you guys are uncomfortable and you start acting a little radically, you know? Like, think about it this way. Like, historically speaking, um, ever since the invention of the lazy boy, think about how much less genocide there's been, you know? It's when, it's when you guys were on the wooden chairs, you guys were a little more cranky. But um, it's tough for me. I think I'm going to start telling some sex jokes. It's tough for me because I'm in a relationship. All my stories are less interesting, you know? Not out there like, you know, David Roth just getting pussy all the time. I don't know why I keep referring to you. Just, maybe you're right in front of me. But um, yeah, my stories are, are much more awkward, you know? Like, my stories are like... You know, we tried a new position that she learned in Cosmo. It was awkward. You know, after two minutes, without discussion, we just switched back to missionary and never talked about it again. It's not a fun story to tell on stage. But, um, no, I do have one sex joke. It's not, it's not true, but, um, but basically it goes like this. It's, um, so I have a, I have a sleep fetish. I can only, I only have sex with girls that are either sleepy or sleeping. And um, it's, it's weird because it's really easy to get uh, foreplay and rejection mixed up over text. You know? You're like, what's up, baby girl? Roll through. And she's like, I don't know. I'm pretty tired. And I'm like, oh, are you now? All right, guys, that's all I got. Thanks. Do you have a problem with premature ejaculation as well? Anyway, that whistle was too fast, you guys. It was too fast. I wanted more. I wasn't actually coming. I was about to come. Um, just keep doing what you're doing when she makes that noise. Anyway, for at least another minute. This next guy always has the best feedback, always has jokes, uh, punchline, all that jazz is prepared to make you laugh, and I think he will. So please give it up for David Roth! This next guy's a very funny... No, let's talk about the truth. He gives great feedback. This guy gives some of the best feedback in San Francisco right here. It's fucking feedback giving David Roth. Woo! Give me some of that feedback. What's up, Perry? Yuri. Um, man, so this is a question I've been asking myself is, can you be a vegetarian and use lambskin condoms? It's kind of a conundrum. No? You don't think so? Yeah, that's what, that was my take. I'm a, yeah, you're not eating it, right? That's, yeah, that's what I'm, yeah. Right, I'm not doing it for ethically reasons. Yeah. Except during what? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Let's just, I don't want to do my set, but I do want to get this discussed, this whole, for the next, <laughs> let's fucking, let's talk. Let's see if we can make Jenny's set look fucking, uh, 
orderly compared to this. No, so yeah, I was with uh, I was with this woman, as James might have mentioned. Uh, I started having intercourse again. I'm recently divorced, and uh, she's like, "Hey, can we try this?" And she hands me a condom, and it says Trojan Natural Lamb. And then I look at it, and it says made from lamb intestine. I'm like, oh, so we're starting with anal. Uh, the the thing that I don't understand is like it doesn't say the gender of, it doesn't give you the gender on the condom. So I'm like, I'm like, hon, I'm fine with speciality, but like, is this lamb a dude? Like, <laughs> kind of want to know that one. Uh, <laughs> I'll take one person laughing. That's fine. I feel good. Uh, but it's just kind of weird of like, what's going on? It's like my penis inside a lamb inside a vagina. Like it's some weird sexual turducken. <laughs> you know, so that's what's happening. Uh, yeah, so I, you know, I tried it. I, I was like, threw my morals out the window. I had sex with this woman and it was great. And I think like the lamb actually like made it kind of feel better somehow. Like it was just like, it like... It was like a little buddy in there, like helping helping things along, which was great. But like, do you know how awkward I feel at petting zoos? It's pretty awkward. I gotta feel bad for these lambs, right? Like some go farm to table, some go farm to dick. We all we all have our own journeys as lambs. Uh, I don't know if that joke's gonna work. What do you think? No, someday, 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 rewrite it. Farm to dick, baby. Farm to dick, baby. I'm getting some great feedback. You know what? <laughs> Given you shall receive. Um, so, yeah, I've, I don't know. We can just finish the whole thing talking about my dick. I, uh, this is my newest thing, though. I, yeah, sir, you don't look like you're going to enjoy this part, but uh, was that the, oh my God, I made it to three minutes. Well, that's exciting. Um, what else do I want to talk about in my final minute? I just have one minute left? Oh my god, this set was so fun. You guys, this was fun. I don't, I'm, I feel done. I didn't want to come to begin with, so this was, this is just, I forced myself to do comedy tonight. I wanted the night off, but look at me taking charge of my life. Uh, Billy <laughs> Joel. I do, uh, I was catching up on some, uh, movies, and I asked my buddy, I was like, hey, do you want to come over and watch this movie called The Assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford? He's like, uh, maybe. What's it about? <laughs> Could use some feedback on that one. All right, guys, thank you. Keep it going, you know, just like don't stop clapping. Just don't stop clapping. Anyway, uh, no feedback over here. I'm just really glad that he's not gay because I thought he was gay and it turns out he's not gay. And I just got confirmation. Everybody in the back says David Roth is straight as an arrow. Straight. I always thought you were gay. I'm not either, Yuri. This is a problem. Anyway, this... This next woman is not a bleeder, but she is a woman, okay? And that's something, right? And that is fucking huge, right? Like, you don't want to be a bleeder. You don't want to bleed. Bleeding is stupid. It's fucking overrated. It's disgusting. You have to fucking tell all your dates about it. Not at appetizers, though. You tell them when they kiss you. 
You tell them you're bleeding. Anyway, okay, so please, we're still here, we're still here. I have walked everyone that's gone on stage, which is good. Which is good, probably because I called them all rapists. Anyway, give it up really loud and start right now for Sabrina Miller. Thanks, Alyssa. Uh, not a bleeder. Spoiler alert. So, uh, as some of you may know, like Pam, I was born without a vagina. It's, it's true. Uh, it's a very rare birth defect. Uh, God, how do, how do I convey the rarity of this? Um, it is like so unlikely that my chances for opening up for Louis C.K. by the end of the year are stellar. By comparison, I'm, I'm talking about like, you know, pencil in the date, stellar, you know, fucking friend him on Facebook, start PM and back and forth. Louis, you know, what should I wear? You know, I'm kind of debating. Um, can you give me some pointers? I'm really looking forward to working with you. Anyway, <laughs> I digress a little bit. Uh, so anyway, growing up, uh, you know, no one knew about my birth defect, not, uh, not, <laughs> yeah, right there. Not relatives, not, not friends, not teachers, not even my parents knew. Like, what the fuck, right? How could they possibly not know that I was missing a standard issue, the JJ down there? They, okay, they were so confused, they named me Andrew. And it ended up in big, bold letters on my birth certificate. And like, this whole Andrew thing lasted for years. For decades. It was awful. Fucking emotional trauma. PTSD just thinking about it, so. But growing up in the 80s, what was a girl to do? I mean, there was no Netscape. Uh, I mean, uh, I couldn't look up transgender. I couldn't see those little meteors raining down while it fucking took forever to look it up. The, the, the only transitioning I knew about was from uh, Catholic to Jew, or from Betamax to VHS, or uh, from uh, you know rotary phone to, to push button. Fuck. <laughs> Way to go, Sabrina. You just added yourself on stage again. Uh, I am that old. Thank you, Mom, for forcing sunscreen on me. Yeah, I, I, not, I, you know, I still have uh, a callus on my index finger to prove I used to have to dial that fucker. You transpose one, you know, like the second to last digit, if you transpose that, you had to hang up and fucking dial again. There is no back button like on a smartphone. Never take that shit for granted, okay? Okay, I'm, I'm off on a tangent. Let me get back on track. Transitioning. Okay. Um, let's, let's let it flow. Let's let it flow. Um, what was that? Okay, so talking about... All right, right. Okay, so there are a lot of milestones during transition. Uh, one of the first ones is starting hormones and, you know, testosterone, kick-starting the whole feminization thing. And, of course, let's not forget about uh, your first ass or boob graze to help initiate you into the world of womanhood. It's like, welcome to hell, population ladies. <laughs> Holy shit. But uh, one of the biggest milestones is uh, getting your sex reassignment surgery, a.k.a. gender confirmation surgery, a.k.a. the surgery, whatever you want to call it. Um, for most trans women, it's like, you know, the biggest milestone, journey's end, all that stuff. You know, uh, fucking pink balloons with it's a girl, friggin' ult ultra ultra yeah, an ultraviolet pride flag with room for the Q, the I, the A, and the other A. But you know, for me, I don't know. It's um, you know, actually, there's a bigger one. L let me let me tell you a story. Okay, so one morning, <laughs> one morning, I'm um, 
I'm in the bathroom getting ready for work like usual, and my roommate pounds on the door. And he's like, Sabrina, how much longer are you gonna be in there? You're not the only one who lives in this apartment, you know? And I'm like, just chill, okay, I'm almost finished. Besides, you're a dude, okay? It only takes you like five minutes to get ready. You just have to run your fingers through your hair with a little bit of gel, splash some water on your face, spray a little uh, axe on your taint, and voila, you're good to go. <laughs> but like, all right, I'm a woman. Take a little, I take a little bit longer. I got a flat iron my hair, which I don't do in the rain in San Francisco anymore. So, and uh, so this did not go over well with him. So he, uh, he barged in, he pushed me to the side, and like I pushed back, and like he glared at me. He said, Sabrina, you know what? You have a lot in common with my stepmother. You know, she could be as much of a cunt as you're being right now. And I'm like, what the fuck did you just call me? And he said, cunt, C-U-N-T. Oh, oh my God, the way he enunciated the letters made my blood boil. And I'm, I'm like, I'm shaking like I am now. Like I flipped him off, I rushed to the bedroom, buried my, my head in my pillow and cried. I was like, how can my roommate, my best friend, call me a cunt? And after I cried myself out, I, uh, I had this epiphany and this wonderful feeling just, just surged within me. And I was like, wow, he called me a cunt. I really made it as a woman. Yay. All right, my name's Sabrina Miller. That's been my time. Back to your host. That was absolutely cuntastic. Woo! No, cuntastic. Um, cuntastic. Cuntastic. And I'm not just being a contrarian. Okay, I'm not just saying to be controversial or um, I, I don't want to tell you that you cunt do it I that you cunt make it I got some pastry pastry I'm I'm an asshole PS I'm your host and I'm a sexist racist asshole I am uh, I am the capitalist cunt you warned your friends about I am that person so of course I'm going to introduce you by your gender and whether or not you're a rapist. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's just how we do it, right? That's just how we do it. Okay, so this next guy runs an amazing show in Oakland at the layover every Tuesday. I don't know how many fucking years, but he puts me up, and I love that place, and he's funny, right? And he's n not a rapist. Okay, please give it up for Mike Spiegelman. <laughs> Seven years. It's been seven years. Seven years. Test, test. All right. 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 At Progressive.com, we offer you ad and, and don't skip the ad! Four, don't skip three, ad! I worked so hard on it! One, don't skip the ad! Skip ad. <laughs> Our next sketch takes place at a children's birthday party. Hey, I'm Emma's dad. You must be Emma's dad as well? Yes, that's right. My daughter is also named Emma. Huh. It's weird how both of our daughters have the most popular name from 2006, according to babycenter.com. Yeah. It's weird. You know, my daughter Emma is so excited to be at your daughter's 10th birthday party. Oh, no, it's not my daughter Emma. You're thinking of Emma. For Girl Scouts? No, that's Emma. This Emma's from Kids Code Extreme Boot Camp. Oh, Emma. Yeah, Emma. Oh, well, she's really smart. That explains why the party's at a toy store. <laughs> this isn't a toy store. What are you talking about? 
The complete strategist isn't a toy store, it's a game store. What's the difference? Well, one sells toys and one sells games. They have strategic dice games, strategic card games, strategic strategy games. They just don't have games or toys. Or games. <laughs> huh. Well, I'm going to parent from afar. Looks like our kids are having fun. Yeah, I'm judging you. Yeah, I'm parenting. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's play uh, one of these games here. All right. Let's play it. Settlers of Catan. Oh, I love that game. Uh, you know, it sounds complicated. <laughs> well, it's, it's the number one tabletop board game of all time. It's according to Tabletop Board Game Magazine's top tabletop board games of all time. <laughs> Sold. Let's play. <laughs> I'm having a little difficulty opening the box. Oh, let me help you, Emma's dad. I can't seem to open it either. Huh. You know what? Let's watch an unpacking video on All YouTube. Right. I love unpacking videos. <laughs> You're watching the Unpacking Channel on YouTube Red. YouTube Red is ad-free YouTube, brought to you by Taco Bell. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Unpacking Channel, where I open boxes and show you what's inside. I'm about to open this box of Settlers of Catan. I can't wait. <laughs> Look, I opened it. You're watching the Unpacking Video Channel on YouTube Red, brought to you by Lisa Mattresses. <laughs> Forget that unpacking video. How are we gonna open this box? Well, what's to say on the front of the box? Contents. One box of Settlers of Catan, one instruction card for opening Settlers of Catan. What's on the bottom of the box? Contents. One box of Settlers of Catan, one instruction card for opening Settlers of Catan. Read the instruction card. I can't. It's in the box. Oh, go to instructioncard.com. All right. <laughs> okay, here. All right. Opening the, opening the box of Settlers of Catan. Uh, players 1, time 30 seconds, age 40 plus. Ah, I'll give you that box. I'm going to open it my way. Bang! Oh, the box shot me! Of course the box shot you, Emma's dad. I planned it that way. But why, Emma's dad? I'll tell you why the box shot you. Years ago, my family and I went on a great journey of great deprivation. I'm losing blood! Ah! Oh. You and that slide whistle just ruined my big finale. I was going to say, I'm a settler of Catan. Oh. oh, wait, hang on, hang on. Emma's about to eat a peanut. Oh, no, that's a roasted chickpea. Oh. Oh, good parent. Close call. Hey, hey. Uh, you know what? I just realized we've interacted for several minutes. Can we just start looking at our phones now? Yeah, I'll see you at the next party. Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks later... Hey, I'm Emma's dad. Uh, uh, you must be Emma's dad as well. Yeah, that's right. My daughter is also named Emma. You know, it's funny how both our daughters have the same most popular name from the year. Didn't I see you at Emma's party? You're right. Emma's party, right? Hey, I think we can just cut right to looking at our phones. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, George. Yeah, George. Go fuck yourself. This is not a uh, slapstick comedy show, even though I did just slap my dick with the microphone. I mean, uh, <laughs> wait, is my mouth the dick? I don't know. Anyway, uh, I didn't know there was going to be two Emmas coming up here. Anyway, <laughs> that was really great. All I heard was Emma, though. All I heard was Emma. I didn't hear anything else. Uh, it was beautiful. I feel, uh, I feel very like I got to see that for free. You guys, you got to see that for free. <laughs> anyway, okay, so this next guy, you can see him for free a lot, too. Uh, you know, <laughs> sometimes I see him for free at Berkeley Bowl. Anyway, give it up for Eric Krasner.
Not even bottom 10 intros I've ever got. <laughs> Nowhere close. I'm going to do some new shit, so I'm going to be unobtrusively uh, referencing my phone. Uh, I'm dating a, dating a non-Jewish girl. I'm dating a goy. Yeah, it's a little, a little hard with the cultural differences. She was looking through my phone the other day, and she said, who the fuck is Beth Israel? A bit of my balls are pretty great. <laughs> One look at my balls, and you're gonna be like, "Wow, I didn't know two things could be such different sizes." <laughs> it's like one of those t- pictures of the Earth next to the Sun. <laughs> Only my left ball is like my ball on the Earth in that picture. All right, can't all be winners. Remember the last one, pretty good, right? Hmm? Yeah. Talk about Israel? No, you're not gonna like my opinion. Um, Three Doors Down played the inauguration. Probably, probably a little too late on that, but whatever. I'm gonna tell it for the second time in my life, and maybe the last. We'll see. Um, people talk about how sad it is that Trump couldn't get any other celebrities f- to play it. I think people should talk more about how that's like kind of inspiring. Like if you told me 20 years ago when they were famous that Three Doors Down would play the White House, (laughs) I would have said, fuck you, get out of here. (laughs) Because I was a very naughty seven-year-old. And now they're, follow your dreams, I guess. I couldn't name a Three Doors song, a Three Doors Down song then. And, you know, all right, you got the idea of that one. Is a dildo drone? They're selling a drone with a dildo attachment. Yep, great. Now the CIA can warrantlessly murder the pussy. I feel like, did someone just whisper, that's terrible? Loud enough, you're the, that's, just shout it. If, if everyone can hear it, just, just own it. It's, an, yeah, it's not, it's not terrible. People laughed, fuck you. <laughs> fucking shit on my open mic material, Jesus. Eat a fucking dick. Eat Alyssa's mouth. That was a callback that didn't need to be made anyway. Uh, I feel like they've, uh, Society's been getting worse because they've been putting everything into vape technology. (laughs) Like, schools are terrible right now. Hospitals are terrible. Airports are terrible. Vapes are amazing. All the best scientists and engineers in the world have been trying to solve one problem. Why can't I smoke weed in court? I'm meeting a, my girlfriend's family next Thanksgiving. Is there any way I can take a hit between bites? <laughs> I'm being being introduced to Maya Angelou. Can I toke up while shaking hands with her? I'm going to be the first man on Mars, but I want to secretly hotbox my space helmet. All right, I've been Eric Krasner. Good night, you guys. Masturbation! 
Oh my God, he's such a loser. Anyway, no, no, I give it back up. For all the white men that we have seen tonight, I want you to give it up loud because this is Trump's America. We got it. No, really. You guys, get with me here. I need you to give it up for all the white men that we've seen on stage. They don't have pussies and they're not rapists. Anyway, this, this next uh, woman, uh, I'm just going to say that because I'm a woman and I can say that other people are women without being a cunt about it. Hold on, I think I'm being a cunt about it. Hold on, hold on. Anyway, uh, please get ready. Like breathe in deep. We're all going to breathe into our seats. We're like, give it up for Tracy Wen. Just kidding, I know all of you. Um, it's really uh, it's really awkward for me in um, social situations um, because I know too much about everybody at the party uh, through Facebook, obviously. Um, and so, like, I've already gone through, like, the emotional response of, like, you know, oh, I'm really sorry about your dog dying on Facebook. And, like, congratulations, you just won the lottery. Um, so when I see them in person, I have, like, nothing to say to them, you know? Does anyone else have that problem? Right? It's like I already know you, and there's no reason for us to have a conversation at all. Uh, see you at the next open mic. Um, I um, I think hookers get a bad rep, right? This guy's a patron. Uh, I I don't know. At least they know their intrinsic value, right? <laughs> And some of you might be thinking like, wait, there's no such thing as intrinsic value. And I would say to you, you don't value human life, if you think that. Um, gosh. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, they have a diminishing asset that they're trying to capitalize on. I just think people need to give them a break and stop like, I don't know, criminalizing them. Um, what else? Oh my God, please. <laughs> I, I think that San Francisco is becoming um, a place where a lot of foot soldiers for the rich are being made. Um, I don't know, like, I know this guy, he is a paralegal in Alabama, and he's having a really hard time getting work. He's got a law degree, and he's trying to move out here to work. I'm like, really? Um, but it is crazy because in some cities, a third of the people are on disability. And like, what do they do all day? I don't know. Jack oh, jack off, okay. I didn't think of that, I didn't think of that, you know? Um, that, that actually makes sense, that's like a lot of time. It's a lot of time. Um, 
I, I work for a robotics company. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Ro ro robots are going to make it so that um, nobody can subjugate anybody else, right? Um, like, slavery was really bad. So, um, like, I was at church the other day, and I saw, like, the priest had, like, two boys, one to just, like, hold incense and another to hold a book. Like, if we replaced choir boys with, like, um, robots, um, the rates of molestation would go down in the church. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Tracy, okay, yeah, keep it going, because, oh my God, oh my God. Revelatory, I had no idea that robots could prevent uh, full-grown adult males from raping small children. I had no idea that, like, a small robot is the answer we needed. Like, that's, you guys, the church, anyway, anyway, small robots. We have an answer. You don't have to change, okay? <laughs> you don't have to change. You just have to buy something. And anyway, do you have any money? I don't think you do, George. So if you're a child molester, fuck yourself. You can't afford this. Anyway, okay. So uh, this next guy, not a, not a priest. Um, Probably has a penis, probably not a bleeder. Who knows? We don't know. We don't know. It's San Francisco. But he is extremely supportive and a wonderful member of our community, and he's funny. So give it up for George fucking, what's your last name? <laughs> Davis! How's y'all doing tonight? I never had a gangster fucking song like that. What's going on, everybody? I get can I like I watch a lot of movies and uh, I get confused sometimes at the movies, like uh, especially nowadays for some fucking reason. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or what, but um, there's this thing going on. Like you'll see like blockbuster flicks and there'll be all these like um, they'll all be like they're not always blonde. Sometimes they're brown haired. And like, but they all look the fucking same. And they'll all be like, uh, Harry meets Larry meets Gary meets Terry meets Jerry meets Mary. And I'm like, who the fuck is who? So all these blonde haired, blue eyed people are like, so Jerry. Yeah, what's up, Larry? <laughs> Nothing, man. Go find Gary. All right, Larry. Gary. <laughs> Gary. Gary's with Mary. Who's that? I don't know, Larry. Shit. That ain't nothing but fucking Barry. All right. You know, it's like, anyway. I just, I watch these fucking movies and they just drive me crazy and I just, I, I cannot figure them out. So what I kind of figured I'd do is just kind of pick movies that don't all look like each other. Stop watching fucking Twilight, George. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. I got my, you might notice I wear headphones. My headphones are fucked up right now. So um, what's really funny is what I have to do is um, to make the right side work. I have to look like, I don't even know if it's a real thing. I have to look like a headphones model. I have to stand there like this. If I want to hear both sides, I just have to stand there stoically. And like sometimes it will stop working and I have to move my head like I'm wearing a VR set. 
Like I'm just trying to, just trying to find where, where's the sound at? <laughs> I gotta buy new headphones. I can't, I gotta quit being so fucking cheap and buy new headphones. Anyway, all right, this man's a joke. Okay, let's go to the little stock jokes. <laughs> all right, uh, fucking, I hate, uh, I like Jeopardy, just don't like the intro. You know, uh, they got the Q&A. Q&A sucks. It always goes exactly like this. So, Bill, um, I hear you. Uh, I hear you collect hubcaps. <laughs> Bill goes, "Yes, Alex. Um, I have seven. <laughs> Let's play Jeopardy. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. You know. <laughs> All right." Ain't no fucking hey, You be in your feelings, I be in my bag, you be reindeer, You don't get to mic drop when I'm smoking. You fucking cunt. What did he say? Remember my last name. What was it? Davis. I'll remember your last name, Mr. Mic Drop while I'm smoking. Davis. George. Curious. Blank. 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 Liz. Anyway, no, no, no. I know who's... Never mind. I was just trying to find other adjectives uh, for for George Davis, Mr. Mike Drop. Jesus fucking Christ. He sweaty. He was sweaty, according to audience members. While he dropped the mic, he didn't actually drop it, but he was sweaty. It was a beautiful thing, though. He knows how to fucking close, right? Give it up for George again. He actually went out on a laugh, you guys. That. He wins, he wins, he wins the whole night. Okay, so this next woman has a last name that I like because she's, uh, it just sounds like she's from where I'm from. Anyway, uh, she gave me a beer, so already she's my favorite. I don't know her though, uh, but I think that for blonde women, you're going to make an exception for this one. Give it up for Liz Ridge! Came in the game with a plan of beating the odds. What an accomplishment. Broken promises kept my focus anonymous till I dealt with the... All right, I... I accident I accidentally uh, watched the news the other day. Usually try to stay away from that stuff. Information. Uh, and I overheard Brian Williams asking a Democratic senator what it's like to run into Republican senators when he's off the clock. You know, he's off the Senate floor, uh, and they go downstairs uh, and they commute on these. And I quote. Tiny little train cars. At that point, I had to rewind because um, I was like, there's no way he just said tiny little train cars. Uh, Alyssa's mushrooms must be kicking in. Uh, <laughs> but he did. And I looked it up. Did you guys know about this? That's a real thing. There is a subway system that goes between the Capitol and the House and the Senate office buildings. And all the senators, at the end of the day, have to go down there and commute with one another. And the best part is, it looks like, it, they don't even look real. They actually look like tiny little train cars. Look it up. It's like a kid's amusement park ride. I'm, not, I'm serious. And so I was uh, thinking about, okay, at the end of a, a long, hard day, uh, arguing uh, about whether to order pizza, before or after they take away our health care, uh, <laughs> you know, 
what what do they do? What that's what's that like when they all go downstairs to ride the, their little subway together? Um, how awkward is that? You know, is there a conductor? Is is the conductor like? Uh, doors are closing. Doors are closing. Please keep all hands and egos inside the building, uh, the train. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he is. I, in, yeah. Um, and then I, I just, I, I was trying to figure out how, how similar to like real life subways uh, is that experience? Like, is Bernie Sanders the rambling homeless guy, uh, who, <laughs> not the one who wants your money, but the the worst kind, the kind he, the one who just wants to tell you the truth about the world, you know? And you're like, oh, yeah, I know, homeless Bernie Sanders, you could have beaten Trump, but take this dollar and get the hell out of my face. Okay. Uh, and then you got like the hot guy on the train, Paul Ryan. Ladies, he's just man spreading, but you don't care. He's condescending as fuck. Uh, but he, it doesn't matter. Like he's he's uh, out there protecting um, Camilla Harris from uh, creeps like Ted Cruz. This is this is my imagination. I'm pretty sure it goes exactly like this. And then meanwhile, Mitch McConnell is just sitting uh, in the handicap seat, smoking a cigarette, actively rotting in hell. <laughs> um, and then there's Anthony Weiner. That one writes itself, guys. Anthony Weiner has his penis out. He's got his. He's got his penis. All right. Um, <laughs> what? He did. He did. I know. But this is my imaginary um, Senate subway uh, ride. <laughs> I, oh yeah, he's definitely still sending uh, dick pics. Um, yeah, you know, so I, I'd like to switch to mental illness uh, real quick, real quick, guys, because um, that's an area that I'm really familiar with. Um, I, <laughs> I have an eating disorder, uh, and um, if you, you can tell somebody you have an eating disorder, but unless you are extremely underweight or extremely overweight, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> They're like, oh, boo-hoo, you use food to cope with your problems. At least you're not a drug addict, right? And I'm like, well, that's totally unfair. As an honor student growing up in New Hampshire, I had no idea where to find drugs. The cool kids wouldn't tell me. I asked them. I was like, hey, what you doing? Drugs? No? Okay. Well, could somebody please tell me where to find that stuff? Because these Oreos just aren't cutting it anymore. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much. All I see is zombies. coming Liz Ridge I think she came up here you guys it's really wet it's uh, I had to c clean up a stage before anyway I was gonna slip it was uh, okay it's beautiful this next guy has been so patient and so tall and so svelte and so not my type but oh my god I wish he was um, those orange shoes <sighs> anyway he hasn't been on stage for a while. So what do we do for people who haven't been on stage in a while? We fucking haze them like real people. So give it up for Perry Evans. Evans. Woo. Hello. 
long's my set? I'm going to see how long I can pander through all this shit just for claps. Guys, give it up for the military, right? Let's give it up for the military. They're fantastic. Oh. Uh, you know what the weird thing is? I've, it's been, like you said, it's been a long time since I've been on set. About two years. I went through um, a hiatus, or what I like to call clinical depression, for about two years. But um, let me say, it's like a tall, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white male. It's weird to tell people nowadays that like, oh, you know, the last two years I was really depressed, but I'm starting to feel better about the next two years. Because fucking depression is in vogue now more than it has ever been ever. I wish I was like the rest of you people who is just like seeing the future as as bleak and sad as the last two years have been for me. Because you're right. You guys are right. Fucking future's terrible. Unless you're me. Because I'm going to take advantage of it. Because I'm a white, tall, blonde-haired, blue-eyed male. I'd be stupid not to take advantage of it. You kidding me? I can do anything I want right now. Who wants to get their pussy grabbed at the end of this? Because I'm going to get away with it. You fucking know I am. No, you fucking know I am. Call the police. They're going to shake my hand and escort me home. <laughs> I wish that wasn't true. That's the saddest part about that whole joke, is that I wish it wasn't true. Um, fuck, man. It's been a long time since I've been on stage. It's been a long, sad two years. Uh, which, uh, let me say this. As me, my sad two years would make most of your two years look like shit like that's how spoiled and wide i am it doesn't like my dad's rich i'm fucking living at his house right now free rent and i still complain i fucking still complain like i deserve more every goddamn day i wake up like you know what i could have slept in till 12 and i got woken up at 11:30 by that shitty barking dog that one of my hispanic neighbors has because now i live in the ghetto because i have to live in my dad's place God. And you guys are fucking laughing about it. That's the worst part. Ain't the fucking worst part. You think it's... This is terrible. This is terrible. Well, now, again, not for me. For you guys. What we call the others. The uh, Now. Now. What is, so who gasped? Who gasped at that? I heard one of you like... <gasps> and then you stopped it halfway through because you knew we should fucking round you up after this inauguration. Oh, my God. I'm not even trying to do political shit. It's hard not to. And what I'm tired of in comedy is everybody showing up and laughing at the same jokes because we all have the same fucking opinions. <laughs> like, oh my God, somebody, oh really? It's only two and a half minutes set? I didn't find that out. I'm sorry. I thought my shit was longer than most people's. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but, I mean, every single person, like, it's hard to make a fucking Trump joke in San Francisco, right, guys? Right? It's, it's fucking difficult. No one laughs at Trump because we all voted for him. <laughs> Let's grow the fuck up. Let's, at least, I'm not even trying to make jokes now. I'm just trying to criticize our material. Let's all fucking make jokes that aren't about Trump. Let's just not be political for a year. I know he's going to fuck us all. It's all, because I'm poor too. I'm standing on stage with a microphone doing an open mic at Mutiny Radio on Friday night. If I was rich, I'd be doing cocaine six blocks away from where we are right now. <laughs> but I'm not, because I'm out of cocaine, <laughs> and I can't find a job, and no one's going to pay me $15 an hour in like six months. <laughs> it's all going to hell. The only thing I'm complaining about is because I'm about to lose my insurance. That's the saddest part. That's the only thing I'm complaining. Here, I'm going to do an actual joke you people are going to laugh at. 
Yeah, there you go. Guy eating a fucking taco who's got just enough time to haze. <laughs> oh, all right. So you guys ever heard of the story about Ron L. Broom? Um, Ron L. Broom is a man from Ohio on death row who beat the lethal injection twice. That means they gave it to him, gave him the lethal injection twice, and he got over it. He just fucking didn't die. Didn't die. And that wasn't a miracle, guys. That wasn't a miracle. Those motherfuckers, those Midwestern motherfuckers who voted red and are the reason that we're going through the next apocalypse, they, they didn't even see that as a miracle. They saw that shit as a mistake, and they killed him again three times. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Apparently, I pissed off enough people. Mike. Woo! Keep it going. Going for white boys do two years later they fucking run the light like little bit anyway okay I, I'm fine with it but you said you were rich and then you said you were poor and then you said you had coke and then you didn't have coke I don't know I don't know what the fuck to believe give me some goddamn coke Perry <laughs> give it up okay this next guy he's gonna close out our show I have had an amazing time we all have to bow down to fucking Pam because fucking Pam and I call her fucking Pam because fucking Pam does this for us and we suck we have coke we don't even share with people anyway we all suck dick and this next guy definitely does so give it up for yuri mikulevsky i don't know what she's talking about i've never done that i don't know what she's talking about perry sucks dick i don't suck dick yeah, I don't... No, I actually do suck dick. Um, hey, everybody. I just got... I flew in from uh, New York about three hours ago, so I'm... I made this hoodie. Yes. When I lived in San Francisco. I, I'm, I'm fried because I have a terrible, terrible fear of flying. So it's been six hours of panic. Uh and a little 13-year-old girl trying to explain to me that my chances of dying in a plane crash are one one-thousand of dying in a car. And I'm like, so what you're saying, Jenny, is that if the plane doesn't get us, the taxi cab will. <laughs> I, I've, gone to, uh, I've gone to a therapist to deal with this problem, and uh, she explained to me that the reason why I'm scared is because I, I don't have a sense of control over the plane. So what she recommended I do is I, that I start packing in my carry-on uh, a styrofoam plate or a frisbee. And when I start to get scared, I am to remove the plate and yes. Uh, in case you're wondering, that did not, it did not help the anxiety, but it did add a layer of complexity, of intense humiliation. <laughs> Give it that little bit of spice, a little bit of pepper. Uh, I, I, do, I think therapy is good. I, I wish my depressed roommate would go to therapy. Do you guys, you guys ever lived with a depressed person? Are you guys all currently depressed people? <laughs> Who's on Lexapro? Raise your hand. 
Well, I'll be trend. That's the first one, right? That's the starter one. You're on Vicodin? All right. Enough of your drugs. Yeah, my roommate is uh, he, uh, messy, rude. Uh, like, I don't understand. Why can't you hate yourself and do a few dishes? <laughs> and, and also, uh, it takes a lot of baths. Like, and I don't mean like, like I mean like two hour long depression baths. Like every single day, and all I hear is bloop, 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 bloop. It took me a year and a half to figure out that's what it sounds like when you cry underwater. So my father doesn't speak to me due to all my cocksucking. Uh, in a drunken rant, he told my sister uh, that he would like to kill the people that did this to me. So watch your back, Madonna and Britney Spears. Oh, my poor Britney. Things have not been going so well for her. Like, 10 years, I mean... Do you remember how she used to dance? <laughs> like, she was so athletic, she would do splits and jumps and somersaults. That's how I defended her lip syncing. I would say, let's hear you sing live while you're doing a backflip, you know? But now she just walks around the stage making expressive hand gestures. S so what do I say now? Let's hear you sing live while you're doing shadow puppets. <laughs> no need for the mics here. It takes too much time. Give it up. That was Forgot someone. It's not your fault. It's my fault, Yuri. I'm sorry, Yuri. Hey, thanks for all your hard work. I mean, uh, <clears throat> thank you for all your hard work. Okay, so this next gentleman only put one name on the list, so we assumed he was a lady that we know, and that she just never showed up. Anyway, I got to give it up for Kim, our only real audience member. I think she went outside. The guy in the orange jacket, the lady who just left. Give it up. All those real people. Yeah, Kim. Yes, she noticed. It's her. We were here for her. All of us were here for her. Okay, so our final comic now, officially, really, our final comic is Raphael. Woo! Thank you. Oh, thanks for sticking around, everybody. It's good to be here doing this, coming out, live comedy, yeah, <laughs> a month ago I was in Michigan raising my daughter, now I'm homeless in California doing open mics, yeah! <laughs> power to the people, 
I need a day job. I need I f- <laughs> oh, fuck work, man. I I can't work. I can't work a day job. I um I'm just not enthusiastic enough <laughs> to get out of bed. I mean, I can get out of bed. I just can't go to work. It's just I don't know. I got <sighs> <laughs> I hate my life. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! I got ADD, man. I got ADD real bad, real bad. I, I like I can't. I think this. I think the show was good, but I only caught like half of it. I heard some people laughing. It sounded like it was funny. Uh, it's getting better though. It's getting better. It's getting better in 2017, man. Things are looking up for me, you know. I'm originally from Detroit. So, um, you know, it's actually it's actually better being homeless in California than it is having a home in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, things are improving for me in 2017. <laughs> this is fucking awesome, man. <laughs> Go! Fucking Raphael! He's killing it! Thank you so much for coming!